Vev! 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 Welcome to a new special episode of League, um, you know, Live Evil Pod. I'm sorry, <laughs> still having an old name. It's stuck in my head. Live Evil Pod. And today, this is a special episode because I have a guest here, uh, one who I definitely follow a lot on Twitter because he has the, you know, he has the skinny on LCS news, LCS uh, happenings. Maybe he doesn't need an introduction, but this is his first time here, so I always like to give him the floor to tell us a little bit about himself and talk about you know some of the things that it, you know got him into League of Legends. So take it away, LCS Evie. Uh, hello, uh, I'm LCS Evie. I I do rumors and stuff on Twitter and roster moves. So uh, yeah, that's uh, mostly where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And where and people see me. Those are some of the juiciest news that we can grasp on, you know, during the off season or maybe even during mid season when they make all these uh, roster moves yeah. and changes. So, tell us a little bit about how you came up with this name and how did it stick. Well, so uh, obviously, I took inspiration from Lac Wulda and how he uh, like built his uh, name up around just a Pokemon, and I thought, uh, <laughs> I like Pokemon as well, mm-hmm. and I thought uh, taking the bully directly would be kind of, it, it would probably be nice, but I wanted to be more of myself, so I took one of my favorite Pokemons, Eevee, and just, uh, yeah, put LCS in front of it, and went from there. <laughs> You took a really amazing Pokemon, uh, you know, being a fan of myself. If not for the starting three, Eevee would definitely always be on my team. Um, do you stay an Eevee when you play, do, or do you try to all the evolutions and collect them all? Uh, I think it really depends on my my starter, because I, I usually take the water starter, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I... Evolve Eevee either to an Umbreon or probably uh, Electrium. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay, good choices. Uh, definitely. Once you know, after that, there's like Umbreon, Espeon, and I really have a hard time getting my own Umbreons sometimes. In any case, before we diverge any further, thank you so much for taking your time. We really appreciate you here uh, coming on the show. We're going to be a little bit more um, evil genius-centric, but certainly we have a lot to discuss with your um, view, with your analysis on the LCS. We're going to jump right into the first um, you know, topic to talk about, which is the LCS playoff. It's kicked off 
last week, uh, we saw, you know, um, the FlyQuest losing to uh, a, a very highly contested matchup. And um, we also saw uh, CLG, naturally, they fought a good fight, you know, and then they also end up in the loser's bracket. And then we have yesterday and the day before to kind of, uh, one is a surprise. The other was, I would say a surprise as well, though the result was as expected. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you remember and seeing with CLG, FlyQuest. Um, we also saw TSM. We've seen C9. We've seen, um, what's the other, uh, Team Liquid. And we've seen... Um, Golden Guardians perform so far? Uh, let's see. I think CLG played like they played really well in versus uh, C9. That game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. I think um, there were some ints in it, but uh, mostly it was that, that was a fun game to watch. I can yeah. say. And it was really close, and I think. If CLG had played a little bit better, they probably would have won that game. And yeah. then there was mm-hmm. FlyQuest Team Liquid, which was, I think, game one was the most interesting one where we saw Philip uh, uh, perform and play well into Whipple and basically carry the whole game. And yeah. after that, uh, it seemed like, I don't know, Team Liquid just uh, took full control. Flyquest kind of lost uh, their uh, they lost their focus it seems because after it was very very one sided I would say yeah absolutely that was the only game so far in the playoffs that did not go to game five every single game yeah. really silver scrapes and I wonder if that's uh, something that you take in as a marker of LCS improvement, the competition's getting tighter, or is this more like how the rest of the world view LCS? Oh, they're just really bad teams that don't know how to close games and you know can't can't um, show dominance. Uh, I mean, if you compare LCS to like every other region, we will look the worst <laughs> because our teams are generally weaker. But, uh, I mean, we still haven't seen, like, EG play, which is probably the best team we have in LCS. And uh, who I think is going to win LCS, myself. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think this year, uh, the teams, a bit, CLG just being a lot better, makes the mm. region really fun to watch since uh, it's more competitive. We have... Uh, Right now, probably we have four, five good teams. Like purely looking at NA, we have five teams that can take games from each other: uh, 100 Thieves, EGC9, Team Liquid, and uh, CLG. And FlyQuest is probably in there as well. Uh, and TSM has looked better uh, recently, at least. I think they're still like very, very on the edge from being uh, still like. You look at them and you think they're not the best. But uh, right now, I think the league is pretty close. Mm. Yeah. It's good, in my opinion, to have healthy competition to kind of push each other rather than, you know, just have like one or two, maybe three at most dominant teams. And um, 
I, I gotta say, I am curious, and maybe I'll t- I'll talk a little bit about this later. For my sense, I, at least I enjoyed this year of LCS way more than the previous years that I've oh, watched. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this year, this year of LCS has been so good. Uh, they've they've done a lot better uh, production wise and like mm-hmm. just game wise. I think uh, the way they have started implementing the players much more into mm-hmm. um, into like the broadcast is. Uh, it's really good, and if they, I think, if they continue doing this and just stay consistent with this, uh, I think LCL, LCS will grow. Honestly, awesome, yeah. And bias, fully bias. I think uh, Evil Genius has kind of helped with that regard in kickstarting this whole narrative of like you know homegrown talent, NA talent, and just making that. But that, we're definitely not the only team that has a lot of players that have emerged from the you know from the amateur scene from the academy scene and just continued development uh i'm not saying import isn't important it's i think it's still part of the the whole you know uh what the infrastructure of the lcs but in it of itself because there is more emphasis that we're not just um you know coasting we're not just okay with being oh we're gonna make worlds because we're a, a major region but we actually are able to push ourselves and evolve, and that is a great, great marker. Now, speaking of that, let's take a kind of like a a whole-scale picture of the LCS playoff meta right now. There are certainly uh, some champions that are picked and banned a lot more than others. I'm curious about what you see so far in the LCS uh, playoff meta. Uh, well, obviously, you got the Sirululu and Seriyumi and all of that, like just constantly being picked. Uh, and then maybe you see some players uh, counter pick it with Draven, which is mm-hmm. probably the most consistent like uh, champions we see in LCS right now, and the world honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. I think LCS, uh, they're very very focused on like. More um, supportive uh, mid laners, I would say, mm. compared to uh, other regions. I think LCS uh, Asir is perma banned, and uh, we have—I mean, we do have uh, Bjergsen picking Syndra. That was—that's uh, yeah. I haven't seen a champion <laughs> this whole year other than when Bjergsen picked it. But I think. The meta right now in LCS is just, uh, it's very bot-heavy uh, bot focused. Mm. Mm-hmm. Top is usually playing like Sejani and uh, tanks. But uh, Aatrox, Aatrox is also becoming a little bit meta. Aatrox and Renekton. We've seen how if you get an Aatrox ahead early, I mean, that's the game you're talking about, right? How Philip really dominated that lane because yeah. people inted, just basically inted. Yeah, Bupa tried to counter pick it with Olaf and then just uh, lost uh, 1v1 and lost uh, basically lost the uh, game, I think, for <laughs> Team Liquid. Yeah, but after that, you just learn, you know. I mean, it, it, one champ can make that big of a difference. Um, I wouldn't say it was all that, but that was a big part of how. Yeah, how it, it wasn't like purely just uh, Aatrox carrying that game. I think Flyquest. Game one actually played played out most of it pretty okay, which uh, let them win the game. There, 
looking at some of the stats provided to us by Oracle Elixir, very great site. 100% uh, pick and ban right now for the LCS playoff is Kalista. Is is that like a really a champ that they haven't figured out how to counter, how to, you know? Well, that's only um, been one. That's 100% because it's only in one game. Oh, never mind. I mean, I think my opinion, Kalista is very mm. different from what other people think because I don't think Kalista is that strong personally. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Kalista right now is like. It's a very dominant uh, ADC as mm. it takes over the bot lane really fast and the ult is uh, very good because most support players in LCS wants to play like a tank in Rome and and pairing that up with Kalista is really good. But I think right now the reason why Kalista is just from a band is because into champions lanes like Seri and... Uh, Sivir, uh, who wants to scale, having a Kalista is like kind of unplayable to play against. It's like playing mm. into Draven. Uh, wow. Draven and Draven just takes over the game early and slows down the scaling to Seri Sivir, which is why it's it's uh, usually permanent. Yeah, we don't see a lot of uh, Draven. Um, what's that word? Draven appearances, I... but certainly. Uh... He's been seen, played four times, picked 15% of the time, banned 23% of the time. You have Hansama, who is just like known for his one trick. None of yeah, I'm curious why Draven isn't being picked so much by Hansama into these lanes where Draven is usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and that gives um, you know Team Liquid a quote-unquote advantage in the sense that you know that you have to ban it or you have to think about yeah. it. Uh, taking it away from him because that could be problematic because you know we, we they they like to play the Sivir they like to play the uh, Zeri like you mentioned uh, let's see who else is making an appearance in the ADC outside of those Aphelios um, so Aphelios and maybe Twitch it's been a bit oh, yeah, Twitch Twitch hasn't... got picked yeah Twitch has not been picked in the playoffs yet but uh, I've also oh wait nope he has three appearances um yeah he's certainly not as uh highly contested anymore compared to mid-season yeah i think uh, i mean right now it's literally i think just sever serian Callista mm. is like the the pick adc's and i think most people just take the like lane trade since we don't mm -hmm. see a lot of uh, silver series bands. They just trade it and mm -hmm. play against it, honestly. And the lane can go either way. Yeah. Usually, I think uh, series Seri Yumi is a lot better mm -hmm. than silver Lulu. Yeah, so you kind of often see that trade, right? With one pick Zeri, they take away the Yumi or one picks uh, Sivir, the other one uh, takes away the, um, still the Yumi or the Lulu and just yeah, kind of swap, swap. Yeah, it's just swapping between supports and ADCs, honestly, it's not uh, <laughs> not much. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so this is what it's going to be looking like. How do you think Evil Geniuses um, play with these meta champs and um, do you think they'll stick to this or they have their own um, 
kind of like uniqueness in in reading this uh, the current meta. I mean, I think Danny Vulcan is probably it's probably one of the best, if not the best, uh, bot lane we have in LCS. Mm-hmm. I think the only ones who gets close to them in skill is probably Berserker Sven. But mm. uh, I think uh, I know. I think Danny at least he really likes playing Seri. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like Danny is uh, someone who could play probably Seri or Saver or Kalista or something. But um, I think they'll do good with uh, honestly in this meta. I'm half expecting Danny just to pull out the Jinx just for fun. Yeah, I mean, if uh, if everything gets banned, it wouldn't surprise me to see Danny pick Jinx it's, as it's one of his uh, comfort champions. Absolutely, and that that in of itself, right, uh, lets people know, like, should we focus ban out Danny or should we just look at elsewhere? Um, the other position that I'm thinking has been key um, to a lot of uh, successes is the jungle right now, and there's a highly... High contestation for uh, Trundle, Wukong, you know, Viego. Um, does jungle make a big difference for you in this in this current meta? Uh, the jungle meta right now is well, it's like Vi Wukong. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, speaking Vi. Vi Wukong, that's the two ones I remember. Vi Wukong <laughs> Trundle. Yes, Vi Wukong Trundle. That they are the highest uh presence right now for lcs i mean it's only a like what a five game sample well five series sample yeah well um, i mean uh the jungle right now is in quite a like a engage uh engage meta i would say mm. they're uh, they're the ones that uh, that's on their team oh, that's uh, supposed to start every fight and stuff mm. yes Forget i mean about poppy yeah yeah, Poppy is also main picked. Uh, that's why Trundle is a counter to Poppy, and then Vi and Vukong is just uh, both good, like, engaged champions for the AD. Awesome. And so this is kind of like some of uh, what we expect going into. These are the champs that are already picked and banned. I definitely see that like, there's not a big issue of what EG playing around these champs or even playing around their own champs. Um, I'm certain um, Inspired will might pull out something a little bit off meta. But um, before we get any further, then, this is just the LCS we're talking about. Um, and you, as I know, is someone who pays attention to a larger variety of regions. How do you see LCS being different? Or how do you see other regions? Are they Do they have a stronger read do they have a better um you know way of approaching the current patch i honestly think the meta like like overall is pretty same and most same in most regions mm. i haven't seen some special p- picks except maybe in lck sometimes and lpl where they pick uh, morgana jungle mm-hmm. or morgana support which I've seen sometimes, which is I think is pretty pretty good. I think yeah. uh, bringing Morgana back is nice. I know that uh, she got nerfed, and that's why everyone stopped playing her. But I know uh, the clear speed on Morgana is mm-hmm. only like uh, 
a few seconds slower, so it shouldn't really matter. You you just have to position correctly. But yeah, uh, I think more got... mm -hmm. go ahead. I think overall the meta is pretty much the same in every region. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I still seeing presence of like Callistas, and they they I mean LCK just let Callista being uh, go through, whereas you know in the LCS they do not want to see her at all. Um, but overall similar champ pool, uh, a few Nar and Silas's here and there that I do remember. Um, but yeah, I was about to say Mor as a Morgana one trick. I definitely love to see her. She has a really easy to play kit but also super effective in this um you know in any type of composition she's she's uh, extremely good i think uh, she yeah. brings so much utility and uh, honestly just poke with her wq and stuff and so that is something that i'll take away as noting that hey we're not that much different and you know again when it comes to world's patch everything's going to change again but at the very least we're not way off base in terms of um select uh playing this uh the composition as the rest of the world i will say lec is the one that i'm seeing the most variety if i'm remembering correctly they're just a weird region. Yeah, um, I think, well, LSE has always been known to, like, uh, bring in new champions and being the first out with, like, uh, playing something uh, different. Yeah. Yesterday, they just pulled out the, the Caitlyn Lux. Ugh. Yeah, I saw that. That was uh, <laughs> the game five of uh, World vs. Mad Lions. Mm -hmm. Which surprised me how... Well, I guess it shouldn't be a surprise, but Rogue beat Mad Lions, so Mad Lions going to play the loser's bracket, as far as we know. I mean, right. I predicted uh, I predicted three one Rogue, so uh. oh, no, much more, much more um confident in them. I've just been so much invested in Rogue that I get my heart broken every single time they get. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard a lot numbers. of I've heard a lot of Rogue fans say that. Yeah. <laughs> It's become a meme. And for those who haven't watched the LEC Mediocre Rap, it's another amazing production. Just go ahead and look for it. Um, you know, they they do fun things as well. But our production yeah, has the definitely LEC stepped rap, up. The, uh, LEC Rap was really good. <laughs> All right. So let us now turn to, of course, the focus of this podcast. Evil Geniuses, we are playing sunday so that's tomorrow from this recording we're going against a c9 who has seemed to found its uh resurgence um you know after a rocky start to the split they you know didn't inspire too much confidence even to down towards the uh, tail end of the split but then they come into the playoffs looking pretty good i mean they they, they were uh pushed to five games by clg but um, you, my friend, mentioned that C9 is one of the teams that you are very excited about their upside. Tell me a little bit about this team that we're facing. So I think C9 has, uh, uh, with Berserker and Sven, probably the best bottling going into Danny and uh, Vulcan. Because I think uh, Berserker is probably and probably the best like mechanical player in the mm. ADC world that they have in the LCS and I uh, feel like Berserker is like uh, 
you will have to pick Seiru from him, or you will have to ban it. Because uh, Berserker is just completely one win on that champion. And with the support of Sven, who has been looking okay so far on support, uh, he he knows what Berserker wants, he knows how an ADC really wants to play, and uh, he can really empower Berserker into Danny and Wolf into Danny and Vulcan. Which is probably gonna be the main focus of that match. Because uh, we got top lane which is Fudge into impact, which could also be pretty exciting as Fudge could pull out like a uh, Fiora or something into mm. impact. Uh yeah. but Impact is like known to be a very consistent uh, top laner who doesn't die, uh, so uh, I think their top lane and is going to be quite, uh, quite like the same. They're probably just gonna chill and wait for bot lane to scale, and then you got jungle, which uh, should just be an inspired favored matchup as uh, Blabber hasn't looked the best so far. But I feel like Blabber is also one of the people on C9 who like controls the team the most, probably, with uh, where they go and what they do throughout the game. And then you got uh, Jens Jensen uh, Jojo Pion. Jojo. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a very interesting matchup. I think I think Jojo is favored in that one. Should be at least. Unless mm. uh, Jensen, like, uh, maybe if it goes to, like, a game five and with Jensen, with his experience, can probably maybe pull out something. I don't know. It's uh, mm -hmm. hard to say. I think overall the game, the the series, is mainly going to be focused on JoJo. No, uh, versus, on uh, Danny versus Berserker, honestly. Mm hmm yeah, this is a game has a lot of like narrative in, embedded in it as well. Um, but before I dive in there, it's, um, you know, part of the, uh, my focus is definitely the top lane. I know people keep telling me, oh, Impact playoff is going to look different. He's always done that year after year. But the last few games of Evil Geniuses, We've seen teams trying to make a concerted effort in trying to really take him out of the game or mute him or take put him behind. Um, and then, like you mentioned, I agree. Berserker is probably you know one A one B to Danny's one A, you know, in terms of the ADC right now. And that would be the battle for um, whoever can play that more uh, better. Um, Overall, not just in lane, but whoever can play the bot lane better, um, you know, takes the likely wins this series. Um, Blabber still considered one of the best jungler in the LCS versus, you know, in my opinion, the MVP of the split, you know, inspired uh, in jungle battle. And of course, you have Jojo who is playing against the per the, the 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 player that people thought should have been on EG. If you, I don't know if you yeah. remember this all the way back in it. Uh, and everyone was, was saying uh, like, oh, should have taken Jensen. <clears throat> um, but yeah, this this is a fun game and has a lot of, um, you know, back uh, and on the back end, you know, how Fudge also trash talks like they could 3-0 us. I'm sure that gives us plenty of motivation. Um, what In what situation would you think uh, C9 pulls off a win. Would it be 
a game five where they just um got that momentum or do you can you see a scenario where c9 actually can sweep or maybe 3-1 eg i think I don't think it's going to be a trio either, uh, like from both sides. I think it's going to be really close because I think, yeah, I mean, close and close. I think it's going to be a 3 1 EG, personally. Mm. Because mm. Uh, wow. EG looks just a lot better than C9, like overall. Mm-hmm. I think C9 has a lot of talent, and I think they for sure can pull an upset, I would call it. But uh, mm-hmm. I think the way. C9 beats a EG. It's just if Berserker is allowed to play the game. I think um, from what we've seen Berserker do and from what we've seen like uh, how C9 plays, uh, C9 doesn't get like... They haven't been the most clean and Berserker have been trying is... I have been able to like put, pull up, put out a lot of damage from where he's playing and from how his team plays around him. Uh, I think uh, I don't remember what the stat was, but I think Berserker deals forty k average, like damage per up. game or something. Uh, versus Danny who does like twenty k, but I think that that's like an oversight. That's not pr- uh, exactly the stats or something. I just remember mm-hmm. hearing, uh, like having that con, like uh. What what's it called? Uh, like comparing comp- comparing them. Comparison. Since mm. uh, the amount of like uh, comparing them to the amount of gold they get and how much damage they do. Uh, mm. I really think C 9s strong point is actually their bot lane as well as. Yeah, that's the way they're they're gonna have a chance of winning is if they get their bot lane really ahead. That's where the strong point is. Yeah. I also believe the key would be how Sven really does play, and I, like he's not a terrible support. Yeah, he's, uh, and at the same, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not. Go ahead. He's not a terrible support, but uh, he feels very invisible sometimes. Right. He right. just picks Lula and just uh, we don't notice it much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's where I'm thinking probably where Vulcan has become more. Um, variety like able to play a variety of support you know Sven in in his last series picked Ash twice Nautilus and I think another tank oh Amumu Uh, and you kind of need like a Yumi or Lulu for Sivir or Zeri if that's the that's the consistent battle right yeah in my opinion and so if he's not able to play more than Lulu, or you know, I don't, I, I don't, I think he's played Yumi once in the regular split. I can't even remember, but Enchanter is just not his, I guess, his um, something that he's comfortable with yet. Is yeah. that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, Vulcan definitely beats like uh, uh, Swen in when it comes to champ pool and counter picks and stuff. I think uh, the strong point with Swen is he knows how an ADC wants to play. I don't think he's like. 100% comfortable with support yet, even though it's obviously support. It's not the hardest role in the game, but uh, mm. I don't. He, Tell me about it. He doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't play the support champions like 
a support would play it, if that makes sense. Mm. Oh yes, there there definitely is a mentality piece to uh, support. Like every role has their own like uh, preferences, nuances, and 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 way to approach the game. Yeah. And him, he's still developing, but we've seen others, right? It took Huhi a long time to make that switch. Yeah. Um, who else? I think Jin Zhao is still trying to figure out, although I don't think he's ever going to get another chance. Uh, <clears throat> that's the LPL for those who haven't paid attention to other regions outside the LCS. But it, it's a, it's definitely a transition. It's not something that you develop in a, in a split or in a year. Yeah, it's not a, something I just like, you roll swap from a different lane and you're like, yeah, support is easy. No, it's not. Uh, it takes some time to get used to it because... Uh, I think as an ADC, your positioning is what you focus on mostly. And you don't focus mm-hmm. on uh, your job as an ADC is to just put out as much damage as possible. And as a support, your job is to either look for uh, good engages and know when to go in and uh, pull your team with you. Or your job is to help your team stay alive, stay uh, behind and not die. And just make mm. sure that you stay alive and keep your teammates alive as long as possible. Yeah. Unless you're playing Yumi, then then, then it's pretty easy. <laughs> then you just press E and you just win the game. But uh, that cat. I I really do not like Yumi. <laughs> I... No. It's a consensus. I don't even like playing Yumi in in solo queue myself or have going against one. It's just a ridiculous champ. Yeah, it's the it's uh, I think Yumi is uh, yeah, it's a uh, it is a champion. It's a champion that I don't <laughs> do, I don't like playing against. I play it myself. Uh it's not fun. It's it's uh, you press E, you sit on someone, you sit on the person that's mm. fed and you just win the game. All right. <sighs> so annoying. So annoying. All right, let's play a little game of speculation. Say we somehow lose, but we're not eliminated because we go into the losers bracket. Our uh, EG would go against TSM. Shouldn't be too much of an issue to advance to the next round, and then you know we're going to either face a CLG or one of Team Liquid or Hundred Thieves, right? Um. Okay, this even if we don't go to blues bracket or even if we advance, we're still going to at, eventually have to play against a hundred thieves and team liquid. At this point, uh, who is a tougher opponent for EG, a hundred or liquid? Uh, I don't know to be honest. I think <laughs> I would personally say. 100 Thieves, because I think Team Liquid has an issue with not being able to close out games. Mm. And I think 100 Thieves, at least recently, Abadage has been looking way better than he did throughout the regular split. Mm. And uh, I think... uh, I know. I can't... I don't think I can say much on 100 Thieves, because I don't remember much how they played since I haven't been able to watch... That many 100 Thieves matches. Well, the last head-to-head in the regular split, 100 Thieves did um, beat us in a very handily, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was 
close for a little bit and then the game just got snowballed yeah they have like more than 10k gold lead um it was another game where they just continually um take impact out of the game i don't know why danny was on a kaisa but uh that's not here or there um but abadage on the azir it's terrifying it's just terrifying when he's on the azir yeah was, i think wait okay let's see uh, eg and 100 thieves they're both one one into each other i think mm-hmm. yeah we took the f- earlier uh win in the s- Super week. Yeah. yeah. We won the first. And then later in the season, I think that's about a month ago almost, that's when they got their revenge on us. Yeah, I really think just 100 Thieves just, I don't know, they match up better into mm. into EG. Even though uh, Team Liquid has um, has uh, Hansama and Core JJ, uh, they haven't looked the best so far. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I feel like Team Liquid is just like it's it's much easier to play into Team Liquid than it is mm. uh, 100 Thieves because I feel like 100 Thieves have closure and Ab- Abadage and they pull through and someday and Impact are both like top laners who's just tanks just sitting there just making sure that they don't int <coughs> even though someday has looked pretty good oh, on like carries and stuff amazing yeah yeah this year someday definitely looks like one of the best I mean that's it makes sense he got the first uh, Team All Pro yeah. Voting. Um, Team Liquid really is a surprise to me on how they've performed so far and I'm constantly wondering if it's like a patch issue, if it's like a chemistry issue because I didn't think they they have an ego problem. I feel like they they um, look like cohesion. But So you're telling me that their crushing beat, beat down of FlyQuest didn't convince you that they've turned the page and are ready for playoffs? No, I don't think Team Liquid... I feel like Team Liquid falls in the same boat as uh, Vitality does. They have... Mm. They, they have really... They have a lot of talent, but they have, like, too many voices. Because we know uh, Bwipo and Bjergsen are, like, quite vocal when it comes to what how they want to play. And the same goes with Korjeje. Uh And I think the thing with Korjeja Hansama, Hansama is someone who wants to just stomp lane, which is why he's known for his Draven, right? He mm-hmm. wants to win lane and snowball from there. And Korjeja is more of a roaming support, mm-hmm. which puts Hansama in this very awkward position that he really hasn't been on before, where he uh, has to basically play safe, if that makes sense. Mm. He... Yeah, yeah. The Hansama playstyle is win lane, win game, basically. Mm. And Korjeje Hansama is leave bot lane and never come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think, honestly, I think all the players on Team Liquid is probably top three in all their positions, right? And uh, But there's too many voices and too many different playstyles mixed together. So, it just... Uh, the players just... It's just a mess. I would say, and they mm-hmm. and they've had issues in late game with just closing out the games, which mm-hmm. is why I don't mm-hmm. believe in Team Liquid. I think uh, maybe if they stay together another year and learn to play more with each other and get like one uh, so uh, one shot caller or something and just play with that, mm-hmm. they will look a lot better. So that is something that watch out for. They 
definitely didn't. Yeah, you're right. Hansama is probably, if in my opinion, still one of the um, previous generation of ADC who wants to play that style, right? Of win, win lane, but they really haven't put him on that, um, on that, on that role. You got all of them can carry, but it's just it doesn't seem like they have a idea of how to make that adjustment in game. Yeah. So that's good to kind of hear, and, and in a sense, good to kind of hear. But um, you know, for us, then it's really between C nine and hundred thieves that you think will be meeting EG in the finals. Yeah, I think uh, I think actually it's gonna be a one hundred thieves. Uh, EG final, yeah. All right. So, with that said, the expectation, right? Most people' expectation for those, even those who don't watch it, they just follow the rankings or follow those standings. Uh, EG one, hundred thieves two, and then likely C nine or TL three. But we're leaning C nine right now because they have really looked like they understand how to play in this uh, pat patch currently. Is that the order you have going into Worlds? And, you know, that has a bit of an implication of how they're going to be grouped too. Uh, yeah, I think that's how it's going to end up. I think we are going to send the EG, 100 Thieves, and C9. I think that's what's going to give us the best chance at making it to uh, mm. maybe finals, if we're lucky. If the... <laughs> If the brackets and so well, yeah, I it's a tough year. I mean, I think like if uh, we get put on like one side with just EU, and then uh, LPL and LCK gets to fight each other, I think oh, there's man, a chance we can <laughs> make finals. That's probably a lot of copium and a lot of hopium, but <laughs> I think there's a high chance uh, we are that at least because. Uh, LEC hasn't looked the best so far. Mm. I think mm -hmm. uh, yeah, LEC I throughout the year has been very, very, like, not LEC. It's been a lot mm. of... Uh, like, LEC got a lot of players. It's just spread out on each team, which is... Uh, mm. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a little bit of a difference too, right? Whereas you can say, like, okay, these teams are close together. They're very uh, competitive. That's why, you know, you have these ties or, like, very close in standing. But in, in the LEC, I just don't get a sense of consistency. From one week, G2 looks great and dominant. And next, they look like one of the worst top teams. And then you have Vitality, who didn't even make it. So you have Matt Lyons, who made it to the top you know this split but you know spring didn't give you a big confidence and now they they lost to rogue and rogue is a team that we're still trying to figure out are they good are they really good are they just you know good until they have to hit the, uh, play the finals uh who else is in there misfit is in there um yeah nobody nobody's giving misfit a chance of winning uh, I, I don't know i don't know about misfits uh, i feel like misfits is so whatever they're 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 like uh, uh lec's kind of uh fly quest they're there mm -hmm. they have uh players they have <laughs> that's a great description oh man um there is so much 
yet to cover, but um, I'll probably have to invite you back for a show, right? Maybe uh, during Worlds, before Worlds, just kind of like help us break down. And then absolutely, I'll have you back when the offseason hits. We really want to know like what the rumors are, how rosters are going to change. It's going to be an interesting year can, with I, the... I can say something. Mm-hmm. I can say that... Uh... Yeah. Um, that we will see, I think we will see a lot of uh, some academy players move up, and uh, mm. yeah, I don't know what more. Can't really, <laughs> can't really say give, a give lot. Give us, you know, what what's the you know what what are the whispers about? Like you know, who are the the players that teams are really looking at in the academy level? Well, well, you got the normal like Tanasi and Busio, right? Uh, uh-huh, they, they've been right. just looking one in nine in academy, and I think uh, a lot of teams are looking at Team Liquid Academy as they have a lot mm. of t- talent. And how just because they played in in the LCS, some of them, and how they mm-hmm. looked. But yeah. I think uh, even with uh, maybe the rumor that uh, all minor regions will become uh, resident in uh, LCS. All. Yeah, um, I think uh, we will still see a lot of uh, NA talent move up. Yeah, that's the hope there, man. Oh, do you have any news, you know, since this is an Evil Genius-centric pot, any EG Academy players? I know they did not have the best year. Actually, they had one of their worst years. Anyone that stands out, uh, EG Academy. Wait, I need to <laughs> see who they have. <laughs> Pull out, I got the it's 30. Uh, yeah, 30. Uh, Tomio, who's there? Oh, Soligo's their mid, and then they have um, who I, I really um, am looking at is um, Kaori and then Smoothie for supporting. Oh, yeah, Kaori. I think teams are looking at Kaori. I think they're mm. in talk with Kaori. I don't know if uh. I think I'm okay with saying this, but uh, I I know last year at least uh, Kaori got an offer from TSM. Ooh, yeah. I don't that know. If, hmm. I don't know if it was LCS or Academy, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, that would definitely um, you know we know we knew that he was uh, coveted. Uh, just didn't we didn't have a name or where he would fit the most but certainly unless danny somehow miraculously you know retire or something i don't i i just don't get a sense that he's going to be elevated to the lcs maybe he'll get a shot to play around but not definitely not a mainstay unless danny again yeah moves to some different team which i don't think so really don't hope so all right my friend thank you so much for just uh providing us with a look into the playoffs you know we're gonna need your consistent um you know uh news that you're gonna provide for us tell people how they can you know connect with you where they can find your work uh what can they look forward to in next couple of weeks or months that you have in store for us so you can find me on Twitter at LCSEV. Uh, you can DM me. My DMs are always open. Uh, if you're a source, please contact me. I, I, I need you. Um, <laughs> uh, I just joined the game house as a, mm. as a esports writer. So uh, expect a lot of um, articles on LCS coming into the off season. Uh, I can say right now that I 
don't think much will come out uh, before playoffs is over mm. at least. And mm-hmm. uh, I think um, uh, there's the rumors, right, uh, that uh, mm-hmm. some teams are looking to sell. Uh, mm, that's right. Which is uh, which I am looking may I'm looking at right now. And I'm trying to figure out who wants to buy in and stuff. So uh, contact me on Twitter. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you can find me on Twitter, basically. I also talk a lot in the Oracle Elixir Discord. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's uh, where we find a lot of, if amidst all the, you know, reform and stuff, uh, <laughs> you can find good information. It's great. Yes, I'm taking a jab at uh, a buddy. Also, if you see some screenshot of me saying some roster changes there, because I've been spamming TSM Carrier, it's it's just a meme. I hope. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm just y- usually on Discord. I am just twenty four seven memeing, uh, so uh, don't take everything I say there one hundred percent. But a- anything I post on Twitter is uh, usually, uh, yeah, not a meme. Heard you heard you had there's some substance to those. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Thank you so much, LCS EV. Um, this is another episode of Live Evil Pod. Until next time, folks, live evil.